action as it happens. And your reaction from five on the open line. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. What a day on and off the pitch The Cash for Kids Sports Auction The lines are closed for the 3 to 4 o'clock lots uh, So thank you very much for your kind bids there uh, But the big story on the pitch, Gabriel, is at Celtic Park Any changes at the break? Not sure yet, Gordon uh, Brendan Rodgers was telling his substitutes to warm up rather furiously in the final 15 minutes of that half Once they were 2-0 down Can't see any signs of a change yet And the two teams are still in uh, their changing rooms so not sure but it's going to have to be so much better from Celtic Gordon they're struggling to create chances not that Hearts have had to create many of themselves scoring from two set pieces but Hearts look well set enough in their defensive shape happy to just clear the ball and it's always been a maroon jersey first to any dangerous ball in the box so Celtic have got to do something in the second 45 if they want to get anything out of this game yeah, I mean, purely for time constraints, Hugh, we, I don't think we can debate Celtic's recruitment too much right now, but but it will feed into this. OK, make changes, but, but who are you turning to? Who's saving your day here? Maybe O will come on and make a difference. Yeah. Celtic fans will be pleased to see Maeda back. James Forrest's got a great CV at the club. But oh, there's not loads there that would excite the Celtic fans. No, you get Maeda on, you get O on. Uh, and I'll summarise the summer intake of new signings, uh, of which there were 10 at Celtic Park. In the starting 11 today, you had Palmer. And on the bench, you have Kwon, who is a second division player from South Korea, and Paolo Bernardo, who is only on loan at the club. A shambles and crisis beckons for Celtic. Who's coming on, Gabriel? Three changes for Celtic. Uh, Anthony Ralston coming on at right back for Alistair Johnston. Uh, it will be O on as well as Dyson Maida making his return after six weeks out. Kyogo's still on the parks, just checking who it will be for. Yep, so it's Turnbull off along with Mikey Johnston. So Turnbull, Mikey Johnston and right back uh, Alistair Johnston all off. O Maida and Tony Ralston on. So it looks like a very attacking team for Celtic. Could be 4-4-2 with just Callum McGregor and O'Reilly in the middle of the park. Oh, and Kyogo up top with Palmer and Maida on the wings. Brendan Rodgers has rolled the dice. Three changes at half-time for Celtic. They are 2-0 down against Hearts. And the second half is underway. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy. Get your prescription delivered straight to your door free of charge. It is a huge second half coming up at Celtic Park, Mark Wilson. Yeah, in terms of the title race, it certainly is because Celtic for the last three weeks have been way off it. Go to jail at St. Johnson, got rightly punished at Rugby Park and are rightly being punished here at Celtic Park. And if this continues then the title race is well and truly back on. But a big 45 minutes for Maeda and for, oh, Anthony Ralston coming in to replace Johnson, who I think is suffering a, a bit of a, a downturn in form recently. It was, was good again in midweek, wasn't he? This is the problem. I think a lot of Celtic fans felt a corner had been turned in some ways midweek, and my goodness, this it was, is it, When he came in the side, he was Mr. Consistent. Didn't look like he had a bad game in him. But now it's becoming... Um, you know, quite common that he's underperforming, but 
a big chance for Ralston Maeda, I know, to make themselves I think, mate, I think he must be injured, Gordon. I don't think he would have made that substitution. No. I really don't. I'm not surprised with her too. Mikey Johnston's really offered nothing. Um, Maeda gives him that pace, that blistering pace, the work. He can go and press very quickly at the front. And it could be a big afternoon for O. Um, you know, if they get the opportunity to try and stick the ball in the back end and get Celtic back into this game, but it's a long, long way back for them. Fans have to understand context. If this scoreline is the final result and there is also a chance it might get even worse, remember, then the league changes because if Rangers win their games in hand, they are on top of the league. Or they only need to win one of the games in hand go to Celtic Park beat Celtic on the 30th of December and they go top of the league that's the context Celtic have to find three goals from somewhere and if they do it's borderline miraculous chance for Celtic already Palma dinking the ball over the top to Kyogo but didn't really connect with the volley and it goes wide already looking a bit sharper but that maybe isn't saying much because by the way Celtic had loads of the ball in the first half but can expect that that's the minimum requirement they didn't really do anything with it and conceded twice let's get back to this because there are big developments off the field today as well Clyde One's Cash for Kids Sports Auction Right, let's get a full new batch of prizes up and running but only after we recap what was won between 3 and 4 o'clock Grant Thompson is in the auction room Grant, give us the latest there then the first prize, lot 5 was the two signed Scotland tops from the Georgia and France games how did it go? I mean, yeah, as you said, I mean, this, they're going to go down in history, those from the, from the winning team, the Euro team. Uh, Teresa Taylor got them for £1,750. So well done, Teresa, and thank you for your money. Thank you so much. I was a bit worried about the next one, Grant, because I don't think we were realising just how good it was because it's a five-course meal, drinks, hospitality, Man City women, Man United women table for four in the tunnel club and an overnight for four but well, we got there in the end didn't we, we actually we got it a bit wrong as well it wasn't just an overnight it's a two night stay in Manchester <sighs> so, so the night before and the night of the game is all 23rd 24th of January uh, we got a good prize for it Alan Finney £1,500 so thank you Alan well dare I say I think Alan's got himself a bargain actually <laughs> definitely now, got a bargain found out about it um, oh we've got a penalty to St Mirren uh, which I'll tell you about in just a second what about the St Mirren hospitality right on cue? Right on cue, um, Stuart Hartness from Hartness Jewellers, £750. So um, good wee day out for Stuart, never chooses to take to that as well. Good, I like that. And last but not least, the chance to play golf <laughs> with Mark Wilson and Gordon Dale at Turnberry's Robert the Bruce course. Who won that one? Uh, well, it was Derek Connor from DJC Properties, £2,300. Well done, Derek. You are going with Mark and Gordon for some great banter. Brilliant. You must be happy with that, you two. Yeah, I'm, I'm delighted with that. You must be happy. I'll make that lad's well day a fantastic day. Thank you for, thank you for your real... <laughs> Thank you for your generosity, giving up your time, being willing to go and play golf. Oh, uh, never a, 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 never a hold, on on minute, hold on a minute, he's not said that if he's a one ball or a two ball. Well, I think it'll be two. But if he's be. on his own, I'll, I'll, I'll be there, right? Exactly. I'll make up the numbers, Derek, not a problem. Um, I'm going to tell you more about the next set of auction items, but a big moment in the Scottish Premiership. He's had a lot of criticism recently, but saving penalties hasn't been a problem. Liam Kelly has saved that spot kick from Mark O'Hara, the former Motherwell midfielder, St Mirren captain. 
You wonder how big a moment that could turn out to be. How much criticism does Liam Kelly get? A lot. Every week on this programme. Just currently. Yeah. Yeah. And I keep trying to defend the guy. The scattergun comes out, and Liam Kelly, for some reason, was the number one target. But the, the form has dipped, though, mm. for sure. I mean, you see the goal last week. Well, yeah. Mark O'Hara, I would have put everything on Mark O'Hara scoring that. So well done, Liam Kelly. Absolutely, big moment Okay, right, here is what you got to do now Thanks to that St Mirren penalty and others We're already behind on this one 50 minutes left I'm going to give you four more prizes Four more lots And these can only be won Between now and five o'clock So you have to be quick And they are sensational, right? You think the chance to have company of Mark Wilson and Gordon Dale What about the whole team here At Clyde One Super Scoreboard We thought we'd give you a bit of a money can't buy experience here So we're going to give you and one other friend The chance to come in here And sit in on the Clyde One Super Scoreboard show Of your choice You can watch Beat the Pundit You can listen to the callers coming in And going off their heads about whatever the topic of the day is You can pick Hugh Keevan's brain You can watch Gordon Dale spill his coffee all over the studio If it's midweek you'll see the new TV studio It's all in there The guys You can will- see the Nokia you can see the Nokia in all its glory as well So two people come in here And get the full Clyde One Super Scoreboard experience That is your first offering this hour Lot number nine It's not all about sports fans this show And that's what I love about the Cash for Kids auction um, And by the way There's already a bid for £1,500 To come and sit on the show oh, Really? Fast as well, um, The second lot for this hour Is two tickets to the Britain's Got Talent live semi-final oh, in 2024 good. and it includes this is cool this is really cool TV memorabilia two Anton Deck signed stars from I'm a Celebrity that's that's great actually you know right. having that yeah I like that collector's yeah. items yeah. that so it's two tickets to the Britain's Got Talent live semi-final next year and it includes two Anton Deck signed stars from I'm a Celebrity get your bids in there Partick Thistle fans Come on We always hear that you're of a, a certain Different level of clientele I don't know what the hospitality Is at Malbec at The hospitality oh, yeah, Hugh, yeah, yeah, at, at the very least there So hospitality for two At Partick Thistle In there as well Thanks to the club for donating I absolutely love this one Talk about money Can't buy this I think you'll be involved In this Mark Wilson Okay You will probably Just be like the manager Or cheerleader This is the chance for you And Five Six, seven of your friends Depending on how many subs you want to bring To play a game of five asides Against a Scottish Football Legends Select here <laughs> Alex Ray Mark Wilson I'll be involved oh, Legends in the title I'll be involved <laughs> with the real Kenny Miller yeah. Uh, Kenny, yeah. 69 Scotland caps Played yeah. for both Celtic I'll- and Rangers And a whole host of their celebrity Footballing pals They'll get on the phone they will pull together a squad of absolute A-listers from Scottish football to take on you and your mates at five aside. Now, add that up. We're talking about you could be splitting the cost here between like six or seven people if you want to bring a few subs. So realistically, that's worth a fortune. Imagine smashing Mark Wilson in a 50-50. Imagine getting elbowed in the face by Alex Ray. These are the types of things that are likely to happen. Imagine chasing Kenny Miller around like Champions League and international defenders did all their days 
And imagine the glory and the bragging rights if you manage to come out on top. So get your bids in for that. Those four prizes, the Clyde One Super Scoreboard Experience, the Britain's Got Talent tickets, the hospitality at Partick Thistle and the game of fives against the Scottish Football Select 0141 565 2468 and those lines close for that selection of prizes at five o'clock. Five sides is brilliant. See when they come and they think, oh, we'll run over the top of these guys. And they normally and, and do. They do. No, yeah. well, well, we'll see. We'll see. Put your money where your mouth is then. Come on. Years of abuse from the touchlines, from the stands. Can you take us on and beat us? Can you back it up? Can you back it up? We'll see. Let's do it. Get, get your bids in. <laughs> oh. I'll bring my master's medal as well if you want. <laughs> <laughs> so you can get a real taste of success. Do you know who won't be included in the... The team, Marvin Bartley, because Queen of the South have been pegged back. Oh, Queen of the South won, Edinburgh City won. Did Edinburgh City not have some kind of man. personnel crisis today? Uh, they haven't paid some of their players. Um, oh. But I think some, looking at the team today compared to last week, some are back, but some have left the club, I think. So Danny Handling, he left the club, didn't he? I'm sure I saw that. Okay. Uh, went to, to Brecon, I'm sure it was. Oh. I'm, saying, um, I'm sure Fraser would know more, albeit some of that may be. Confidential, but he can keep me up to speed. Maeda's first involvement is to go into the book. Um, last we saw of him, really, he got sent off, didn't he? And injured at the, all, oh. all at the same time in that Atletico Madrid game. But um, if, if there's to be any way back for Celtic, they might need to think about it soon. Well, Hugh Evans, Kyogo of all people missed an absolute sitter and it, it took his eye off the ball. I don't know whether they thought that Xander Clark might be about to clatter him. But he's missed an absolute sitter Kyogo, unfortunately for him uh, Has had a very poor season By his own exceptionally high standards He's been a talisman for Celtic Since Ange Postecoglou brought him here Two magnificent seasons But like the rest of the team now Is gone It's just a, a, it looked a confidence thing for me He should burst the back of the net He should really get Celtic back into his game Put a bit of pressure on Arts He will be really disappointed with that uh, he's been brilliant for Celtic But today when they need him He really should put that ball in the back of it See if you're looking for the one moment The one thing that just sums up How bad it is at Celtic Park today Santa Claus got booed onto the pitch at half time <laughs> Oh poor Santa That's <laughs> when you know it's gone wrong It's a tough month for the big guy as <laughs> well. He doesn't need that Guy's rushed off his feet <laughs> Freezing cold has to put up with Mrs. Claus and Rudolph <laughs> and everyone else causing drama and he's been booed onto the pitch. You can't boo Daddy Claus. Incredibly. Well, well it's ridiculous. It, if he hangs around to full time, he'll be fine because they'll get many other targets before they get to Santa Claus. His beard is black, he'll sit in his sack and he's been booed Did off at Celtic Park. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I just wish you hadn't asked that. Just. <laughs> 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 two very good saves in two minutes from David Marshall to stop Max Kucharavi. Not to worry, the Palmerston Pep has regrouped Go Queen on, of the Marf. South 2 1 up Go against on. Edinburgh yeah. City. Yeah. His appearance on this week's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard hanging in the balance. Um, and nothing else to tell you about yet. It's astonishing the only goals have come at Celtic Park and both for Hearts. Not a goal anywhere else. Uh, mm. But they are the two most. Startling goals of the day, oh. that's for sure. And the you'll boys find out at five o'clock. The boys aren't getting uh, entertainment that we're looking for this afternoon around about the grounds. Uh, I would probably pick the worst Ooh. game you could be sitting on. Oh, this could be a big one. Ooh. Goal flashes.
with M&D Green Pharmacy. Goal St. Johnston. Whoa. They've taken the lead at home to Hibs and it is Graham Carey. Graham Carey, as we know, going through a real tough time off the pitch. Everyone's always delighted from a neutral perspective to see him doing well. But of course, from a footballing perspective, a big goal for St. Johnston. It was a fierce shot on the angle from the left. David Marshall, good saves recently, but no chance this time. St. Johnston are in front as Kyogo takes a touch, then blasts over the bar. Well, Graham Carey, like you said, tough time off the pitch, but going well on the pitch because he's been performing admirably for St. Johnson and on the score sheet again. Played by Graham, good player, good left foot in him. And if that stays like that, what a result that would be for Craig Levine because Hibs going well at the minute, scoring plenty of goals. Um, but St. Johnson just goes to show you, you change your manager... Um, you just get a different personnel, different style of play. I'm delighted. I, I'm sorry, man. I'm delighted for Craig Levine because you could have probably thrown the tag. Oh, dinosaur! He's been out of the game. He's come in there. He's got bags of experience. The boys have touched on it. He's a lot calmer now. He's going about his business very quietly. And so far, he's got St Johnston. They've been terrific since he came in. You've got to say, and it could be bad news for Motherwell if it stays like that because they would then drop into eleventh. I have to say, when he was appointed, I thought, that's an odd one, you know, because he's mm. had a media career for four years. And I thought he was just entrenched in his ways. But he has rekindled the enthusiasm for the managerial role. And so far, a big goal job. in the championship. Dundee United, nil. Wraith okay. Rovers won. Dylan Easton, for some people, the best player in the championship Maybe one of them He's certainly having a great season Your old club flying They're doing brilliant They're doing brilliant And On top of that The reports I'm getting Unfortunately I, I've not made it up to Kirkcaldy lately The reports I'm getting Is they're playing some really entertaining football uh, Murray's, Ian Murray's doing a terrific job there And uh, long may it last well, uh, I'd love to see them back in the Premier League Five points ahead of Dundee United if they win I mean that, that, that's astonishing yeah, but United's got a game in hand, haven't they, you? Yeah. Yeah, but I listen, Dylan Easton, good player. I played with him at Dumbarton. Ian Murray loves him. Had him at Dumbarton, then had him at Airdrie, didn't he? And then he's taking him to race over. So, two players that will, or a player will follow him about, and Ian Murray knows how to get the best out of him. Luis Palma's losing the ball quite a lot. Uh, I was I was very dis- disappointed with him at uh, Rugby Park. I think the boy's got a lot of talent, but he just sometimes overdoes it for me. I think he's got to probably try and keep it as simple as possible, especially this afternoon when the crowd, you've got to imagine, is very restless at Celtic Park, isn't it? Mm. Not an easy environment to play oh, in no. when you're two down. Callum McGregor is driving the team forward. I think we saw a bit of that, didn't we, in uh, midweek? He got praised a lot for that, yeah. um, but obviously can't do it all himself. He's trying at the moment. Well, I had to do it at McDermott Park. That was a real changing point. I know Brendan Rodgers made the changes at halftime in that game, but it really was Callum McGregor who was pulling his side along with him. Um, and he's got another, what, 40 odd minutes to do it. Again, here. we have to introduce context. This is a Hearts team who have lost their last 10 games to Celtic and who were minus Alec Lowry, Boyce, and Mikey Devlin. Three automatic Cammy Devlin Cammy Devlin rather I don't think they're all automatic anymore Such as the kind of mm. squad nature of it I take your point They'd rather have them But I don't think it's like You know it's not like Shankland and You know the goalkeeper yeah, yeah, been missing I, I, I do understand But To have this at Celtic Park To be two down at Celtic Park And 
for that to be pivotal in terms of the, the championship race and there's no point in criticising it too much right now in case it works and then you're left with egg on your face but if there was ever a change that maybe summed up what's going on at Celtic at the moment Palmer's been given the hook and he's been replaced by James Forrest Burnaby Oh, there you what? go To go and there play left comes. wing He's, he's done that <laughs> he's big <laughs> I think he's done it a couple of times But James Forrest's in the bench Burnaby doesn't even get a look in anymore oh, He's nowhere no. near the team And he's now been sent on to try and rescue something I'm wondering now If Brendan Rodgers is sending out signals here This is what I have at my disposal Look, have a look at what I've got at my disposal here uh, I mean, Burnaby you have to be kidding. Good left foot. Get something down. <laughs> you watch the difference in Celtic and it struggles with time though. I like, like as I said, it's Christmas, everybody makes mistakes. Um I'm delighted to see the lad on. He'll probably pop up with a goal on goal. Ah, we'll see. Um Did some of that coffee go on you or <laughs> Tell you what, tell, by hopeful. the way, Shanklin's doing all right today. But uh, he was cutting about the fort last night. I was at the fort, and some guy, him, did you? no, some guy just came up to me in boots and says, uh, "Footballers everywhere." And I went, "All right, <laughs> okay." A, a, and a they went, Shanklin's next door." But I had nothing to say to that. What, what, just says, what, what, I, okay. next door? what shop was he in? Uh, well, what was next door? Where was I? I was in boots, so. <sighs> See, Boots is so big; it's hard to remember what's yeah. next door. H and M, maybe. H and M, maybe at the fort. Other shops are available. Is that the one in there? Don't want to go to the fort on oh, a Friday, a Friday night the, before Christmas. Oh, no. Never seen so many. My people Christmas in my shopping's life. done. Three vouchers, bang! Tactical, there you go. <laughs> tactical genius that you are. Fight amongst them. What? What? What's Bernie be on to do? Well, he's just playing in Palmer's position, position, isn't he? That, that's it, really, in a, in a nutshell. Not to say that it will. It, it will work but that, that's kind of the change that's been made if you're looking at that sort of change surely you're looking at James Forrest it's an odd experience. one eh? it's an odd one yeah I, I think you may have a point I think Brendan Rodgers may just be saying to his board this is what I've got at my disposal here yeah. and this is what I'm putting on the pitch because we don't seem to we're not hearing that Xander Clark's the most busiest goalkeeper oh, no, in Glasgow no, this afternoon so uh, things ain't going particularly well at Celtic Park Let's get an update from our auction room with Grant Thompson We've got four fantastic lots available from now until five o'clock Grant And we need to do some work on them It is going quite well so far The Clyde One Super Scoreboard Experience You can come and sit in on a show of your choice How's that looking? I'm just loading it up at the moment The screen Take a wee minute to load in front of me. So the uh, the Clyde one to come in and sit in on Super Scoreboard at the. M- oh, he's cut off in his prime. He's gone. We'll get him back. Okay. I, I think I can tell you that it's sitting at fifteen hundred pounds, uh, and thanks to Gary Thompson for sending that one in. Uh, we've got an anonymous one for the Partick Thistle hospitality, which is fine. It's sitting at five. £100, fine, anonymous at the moment Now the chance to play the Scottish football Old Crocs Select mm. Mark Wilson, Alex Ray, Kenny Miller mm-hmm. and the likes 
mean, who are the types of guys you usually play fives with, Mark? Uh, we can't are, obviously yeah. promise who will be available on I mean, any Fadden's given day. Fadden's usually there. Chris Boyd usually plays. McCoy. Um, Andy McLaren. Simon Donnelly's kicking about a lot as well. Um, so it's a selection of whoever's available on the day. Okay. But uh, we'll win. An anonymous one at £1,750 for that, uh, which is, which is really better. good. I do appreciate uh. that, Mr. Anonymous, Mr. or Mrs. Anonymous. But... Are we dividing that by like six, seven, eight people that you're bringing along? I think we can do more. I think we can. Um, and the one that we need to do more on, Grant, is lot number 10. Yeah, lot number 10. We don't have any bids for that at the moment. So that is two tickets for Britain's Got Talent Live semi-final, uh, including uh, two Ant and Dyke signed stars from I'm a Celebrity. Now, the tickets are for two people to sit in the studio in the audience, have a photo at the judge's desk. Now, the judges won't be there, but you'll get to sit at the desk, which is pretty cool. And um, the minimum age is eight for that. What a prize that is, by the way. See, when you think about that. Yeah, push your buzzer. Yeah, we could sit at the desk. Fancy going for that one. What would your, ta- what would your talent be if you had to go on Britain's Got Talent? I might coffee, regret asking this. Uh, yeah. Probably a magician or something. <laughs> <laughs> probably do a few a tricks. A magician? The dazzling, yeah. the dazzling dazzler. Yeah, would you? I could do like a card few tricks card tricks. Like play the spoons, you that, that kind of guy. Yes. When you come I, on, I, eh? No, I've, I've done disappearing acts quite often. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm very natural in those sort of uh, tricks. What would your talent be, Mark Wilson? Uh, we are be that's throwings. Throw, throw triangle. Imagine oh. that. Just go through one end of the stage, throw it, or just run over the other side, throw it back. Runs, uh, just uh, running uh, up and down while somebody else did the main act. What's your made a career out of that, Marrow? <laughs> one end of the park to our oh, the throw got talent. Thank you, somebody. Oh, the game boys come out of that. Get your bid in then. Uh, right, I'll give you the £30. No, come on, <laughs> for the children. <laughs> Take it seriously. Do you know what? I actually think this is right up your street because you, you like to get out and about. It's two, in London? It's two tickets to Britain's London. Got Talent live semi final. You get your picture taken at the desk and all that stuff, and it's two signed stars from Ant and Dick. That. Where is it? Where is it's it? great. It's an absolutely brilliant what, prize. What London. Date? Uh, next year. Oh. Next year. There we go. He's like oh, checking he's his calendar. calendar yeah. I like that. Yeah. Come on. And that's a great prize. And the one. Text Leanne, see if she fancies going. Uh, if you want to. No, no, no. Here's you. the thing. Don't tell her because Christmas is just nine days away. So if anyone's looking for a brilliant prize, why not bid for that one? There are no bids yet. You could get yourself a bargain. Who else is on that judging panel? But we hope we can drive the Sorry, price then. up. 0141 565 2468. 0141 565 2468. Get your bids in for that. You've only got another. Half an hour penalty claim for Motherwell. Haven't seen it. Sounds like a stone waller to <laughs> me, though. Um, and just after Blair Spittle missed a big chance for the Steelmen, Slattery goes down under Gogic's challenge, but nothing doing. Well, ironically, Forrest is now on at Celtic Park, but it's not Jamesy. <laughs> it's Alan who's on there to see if he can put his brother's team into even greater trouble. And Barry Mackay's on as well. Uh, so. Hearts are really going for this as Celtic stutter, stumble and probably fall. Are we at the stage that... And again, yes, I know how this works. It's an unforgiving world. Play it back if the unlikely happens. As things stand, one Celtic goal looks not very likely. Uh Never mind three. Yeah, no, no, you're you're right. Um, They might get a late consolation, but this is going to go down as a pivotal day in Mm. the title race because... I, I I really do think it's a shocking indictment of what's going on at Celtic Park that the, 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 the like of Burnaby, 
is on the park doing doing what precisely other than getting into trouble with the referee uh, I, I repeat mm. this is the manager sending out signals about the poverty of his squad just for the avoidance of doubt Alan Forrest started and then came off that's when you saw me he was going off he wasn't coming on but James is about to come on hopefully you're keeping up with that um I think maybe two things can be true at the same time Mark, I get Hugh's point He's trying to make a, a statement About the, the lack of strength and depth in the squad But at the same time It is still Celtic Cameron Carter-Vickers is out there Callum McGregor is out there Kyogo is yes. out there Luis Palma has been scoring goals in the Champions League He is out there Joe Hart's got numerous caps for England <laughs> If Celtic want to benchmark against themselves Fine, they need to go and prove They need more quality they should still be able to win games like this Oh 100% You make a good point Gordon That the starting 11 And this is the point I've been making for a couple of weeks The starting 11 Is of good quality Underperforming But of good quality It is the rest To challenge that starting 11 That is Far away from the sta- uh, The expectations The standards required um, So When you are making changes When people are out of form You've just not got that quality. Now, of course, Hitati and Abada would certainly come into the starting eleven, no problems. Without the strength, that however, they've still got far and away enough to be winning games. Ah, like this. Bernabe left wing only lasted five minutes because Greg, Greg Taylor's gone off and he's gone back the way, and James Forrest has come on. Ah, uh, he it lasted. Yeah, but Bernabe likes to see the full length of the pitch. He'll Does he? Yeah. What was the goal he scored? He scored a terrific goal. Scored at uh, Ross County. Ross County oh, scored. terrific! terrific. <laughs> <laughs> you hung on to that goal for a long time. You thought that was his big. Here's one that you don't moment. get too often. St Mirren have an indirect free kick in the Motherwell box for obstruction. So Georgie Gent fell on the ball in the box. It's, it's not a penalty or anything, but it's a, an indirect free kick. Is everybody on the line? Like well, it's a, bit, it's, it's, it's a bit wider. Oh, wider. Um, and it's Conor McMenamin's shot that is blocked in the end. You don't see them a lot. When you do, it's usually for the old kind of back pass, isn't it? Yeah. The keeper yeah. picks it up, but this is a bit of a different one. Anyway, it doesn't come to anything. And you have to say, Hugh, the Celtic fans will probably be starting to dial the number. We do have 20 yeah. minutes left, but it's going to take some turnaround. Well, I'd ask them to dispute this fact. Today is pivotal in the title race because it leaves a scenario that is possible whereby Rangers go to Celtic Park on December the 30th and if they win there, they go top of the league. Uh, Celtic have fallen apart. The squad is clearly insufficient for what's been asked of them. The manager is either sending signals up to Peter Lawwell, the chairman, in the director's box, or he has lost his way along with the players because this is a shambolic performance on top of a shambolic performance at Kilmarnock and Celtic season is slowly but surely falling apart. Yeah, this feels like a really important moment this afternoon so get ready to get your calls in. Let me remind you of a couple of things. Yes, we've got the auction lots running from three until four. But don't forget, we've got some sensational silent auction prizes as well. We were just overwhelmed by donations and we really are thankful for them. Um, But what it means is that we've got some really stunning prizes for you to win over there in the silent auction as well. I wish we had longer to run through them all. A Matt O'Reilly signed top, another signed Scotland top. There's two different Rangers hospitality 
packages in there. There's a Todd Cantwell print. There's a Mike Tyson glove there as well. There's a lovely Billy McNeil signed 1967 print. There is so much. There's actually, I mean, do you know how good is this one on the silent auction? You can be a horse racing owner for a day <laughs> in the 2024 flat racing season. So you get to go along and in the owner's enclosure and all that stuff and everything that goes along with that. And I think you even get a bit of the you get a bit of the winnings if the horse wins. Yeah, you can give a, a bit of advice to the jockey. So that's there in the silent Just auction. Just hold it up the last furlong uh, and then oh, let him go. Let him go. <laughs> so, <laughs> know a bit about horse oh, riding. If you, if you go to the Cash for Kids Super Scoreboard auction page, you'll find a link to the silent auction there. And honestly, some brilliant prizes on there. There really is. And don't forget the all-day prize. I'll give this a big push towards the end of the show. But there's a brand new BMW 1 Series and it'll cost you just over £5. Seriously, don't adjust the radio. You text CAR to 84901, it donates £5 to Cash for Kids, plus the cost of a standard network rate message, and you're in the hat for the brand new One Series BMW, donated by Arnold Clark. So it's over 18s only, uh, T's and C's at Clyde1.com. But a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant opportunity for everyone, even if you can't afford all the big auction prizes, that sounds like one that everyone can get involved in. I have to tell you that Burnaby is having the type of game I would have where I allowed on to the park by Brendan Rogers. He is having a nightmare. It's always hard coming on as a sub. Stop it. Oh, just shut stop up. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and again, look, it, you don't apologise for it. It's just one of those facts when you're winning games, then. People can overlook recruitment failures, but it's another one who costs millions of yeah, pounds. Yeah, yeah. He looks like someone who made a bid to cash for kids to get a game for Celtic. <laughs> Stop it. And here he is. He's that bad. He'll be playing the Legends game. The 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 park <laughs> isn't big enough for him to keep the ball in. He oh, my goodness. They have collapsed altogether. Yeah, is I think Mark in some ways it doesn't matter because Celtic lose it's going to be met with wild criticism anyway but this doesn't even look like one of those games where you know Celtic are knocking at the door and hearts are hanging on in there they're 2-0 up they're good for it and Celtic creating yeah. very little loads of the ball but nothing with it yeah uh, lack of invention lack of running off the ball to create space for others as well and look, you can be excused if this was a one-off in this season and it's an off day However, it's been coming for a number of weeks now and Hugh was right to touch on you follow the Kilmarnock game with us. I know the Champions League game was a decent performance but domestically, following the Kilmarnock performance with this is a real problem for Brendan Rodgers. If Brendan Rodgers was angry in the first half at St Johnson, I would hate to oh, yeah, yeah. see what he's going to be like at full time. Yeah, but, because that, but that's, a, that's a difficult one for a manager because how much of it's his fault Oh, he's got to take a responsibility. You can't constantly say, I'm angry at the players, well, yeah. because you pick them. The, the, the problem he has is that here we have the, the perfect storm for Celtic. Many people didn't want Brendan back, and will now jump on the bandwagon tonight and say he should never have been brought back, and he should go now. Uh, you've got players like Burnaby proving that they are multi-million pound duds, and the whole place now is in a shambolic Do you think state. they'd want him out here already? No, I, I wouldn't. No, but, but do you I, think Celtic I, fans out there would... Without question. Absolutely without That's question. That's very because interesting. 
those who didn't want them back in the first place will now say, I told you so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I keep saying it, you know, a big end to this game. It doesn't actually have a big end to the game feel yet because, you know, like we said, the, the, co- the kitchen sink isn't coming for Celtic and Hearts are, don't look that worried. But oh. it's still time to do something. But Well, always tried to do something. He's tried to prove that he's the second player to have made a bid to cash for kids to get a game for Celtic. He has had a miss by several yards uh, that sums up Celtic's day Simply not up to the task of playing for something. You do, Mark. I'll tell you. You get a feeling that during a game, you're just you'd be thinking, just blow the whistle because we ain't going, <laughs> we ain't going to turn this around. This and that, the, that's get the feeling at Celtic Park. This was the one that you said. Always oh, the one that you. St- I can see something in this boy. I can. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I think <laughs> he's just. He was given the opportunity. I think he works very hard. I think he's still got something to to give. I don't think he's a worse you. Right, I'm not saying he's the answer, but I don't think he's the worst. Well, look, we can't be too up and down. About ten days ago, he scores a double and a four-one win. So that exactly, I, he's got something to offer. I, I just think the Celtic. For, I know this sounds really. They don't look like they're playing with any confidence at all. As I say, I went down to Rugby Park and I watched them very closely. And second half. They were dreadful. Kamarnock ran all over the top of them and well done to Derek McInnes. One thing you would say, Hugh, is there's unrest. There's never going to be everyone agreeing. Here's a, it's just one man. One man's example. Yeah. One man has stood up in front of the press box and started pointing and screaming at the board. Uh-huh. Half of the fans are clapping him and half are booing and calling for him to leave. So yeah. there's, there's unrest. I think yeah, there is a bit of sack the board being sung. Well, that will be the case. As I said to you, this is the Celtic perfect storm. Every now and then it comes up at Celtic Park and of course there'll be those who object to the board being criticised but there'll be others who'll be outside the ground in a matter of days, maybe even tonight with sack the board and the the messages scrawled on about sack the board. This could be a massive goal at the bottom of the league if it goes in. It's a penalty to Livingston. There were actually two claims in quick succession. Uh, Willie Collum who was running around with one boot on in Europe during the week. Uh, He has given it, and Livy have a golden opportunity to score what could be a vital goal. There are some chants being aimed at Peter Lawwell now inside Celtic Park. If anyone wants to call in with those thoughts, feel free. You know the number. Um, We'll be here at five o'clock. Or thereabouts to have your say after the game. Could be a big goal at Livy Gordon. It shows how inconsistent this league is, though. Kilmarnock, Pataudry winning against Celtic, winning and could get beat if this goes in against Livingston. Who's taking it? VAR are still checking it, oh. so we don't know yet. <laughs> Sean Kelly, usually, but he oh, came. So he did, hold on, he took against but hold on, he, he was involved in a sub. I can't remember if he went on or came off. Um, Missed penalty for Living. Oh. It's huge. Bruce Anderson, he puts it wide. Oh. Doesn't even hit the target, Bruce Anderson. And oh. you just wonder, is it starting to look all a bit Yeah, as if, gloom for uh, Livy? As if the, the As the, if everything's against him, Hugh. The the dead hand of fate is over the club. And to be given that opportunity to get three points on a penalty and, and now they're what they're up to eleven and a half hours without scoring a goal. I mean for goodness sake. They, they must surely be beyond salvation That this is the season they go They needed, they needed a, a, a result today Give them a wee bit of hope, a bit of confidence uh, A missed penalty kick could be very costly for them indeed 
Yeah, absolutely. A massive chance that I, you would expect me to be telling you of all sorts of Celtic territory and pressure and chances. It is just not the case, Mark Wilson. No, it just looks like time is running out. And for Hearts, probably couldn't remember an easier day at Celtic Park for them. You know, you can even say they've defended that well. They've had a few blocks, but Celtic not really putting them under any pressure. And like they says earlier, it's okay you mentioning the 10 players that were signed in this summer who's not taking part today, or most of them aren't. But the guys who have been there and done it and Celtic rely on week after week have been so poor this afternoon as well. This is the kind of day where you have to be aware of supporters and how bad they feel about all of this and you're describing to his chances with Peter Lawwell. There is no doubt at all that Peter Lawwell will be getting it in the neck since he returned as chairman. Uh, the supporters are wondering what influence, if any, he had on that summertime spending spree conducted by, in part, his own son, Mark, who's head of recruitment at Celtic Park. And the recruitment, on the basis of what we have seen so far this season, has been an unqualified failure. I mean, he is the chairman. He's there to chair the board. Now, I totally accept that Celtic fans will be cynical about it and don't want to hear that or whatever, fine. But, I mean, in, in theory, he's not... In in theory he's not involved in the running of it but I, I know the way that that will be met so that's fine uh, VAR checked for a Celtic penalty there but nothing given uh, perhaps outside the box see again the, the, the sack the board and the board must go and it, it's not as if they've not spent any money or sanctioned exactly. any transfers they have yeah but it's who they've signed well it's who they've signed but uh, they don't they're not the ones that are going out and watching so it's the recruitment department and the manager and the coaching team and remember, the man that left for Tottenham, Ange Postacoglu, would have had a say in some of those that were being recruited at that time or the six months before. So, you know, there's a lot more people to take the blame than the board. And I, I get that Celtic fans want them to spend 70 million quid every transfer window, but it's just not possible. But there's no doubt about it, there is unrest about the performances and I can totally understand that. Big goal at the top of League One. Hamilton Aki's one, Falkirk three now. Callum Morrison looks like he's sealed the points for the Bairns. Dunfermline have pulled one back. Dunfermline one, Partick Thistle two, thanks to Matthew Todd. It's getting to the business, t business end of these games and the business end of some of our auction prizes as well I think we've got work to do on some Grant Thompson how are we looking for the Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard experience so Gordon at the moment um, Chris French Leith is leading the bids out with £1,600 so good amount of money there but come on you get to meet and come in and meet legends like yourself like Gordon like Mark like Hugh I think it's worth more than that still Right now, here's the one I'm worried about because we need good value here. We've got the we've got the children to think about here. It's cash for kids. It's two tickets to the Britain's Got Talent live semi-final. You could be about to witness the next great name in entertainment, and there are two signed Anton Deck stars from I'm a Celebrity. Your picture taken at the judging desk. All that stuff. What is happening there? Someone's getting a bargain. So uh, that someone is Velocity Dispute Management. Ross Cummings made a bid of £150. £150, it would be a crime for it. It's got, I mean, obviously, Ross, we appreciate your money, but it, it's worth so much more than that. It's, it's nine days till Christmas. Yeah. I'm sure someone out there would absolutely love that experience. 
So get involved. Hospitality at Partick Thistle, I think that's an anonymous one. Still anonymous there, £500 on that, as is the uh, the Scottish Football Legends five-a-side prize. Um, anonymous, £1,750 on that one there. Actually, um, we just had a, a wee call from um, Big George Gilmore, who um, bid and won the boot camp earlier. And he's given us some extra money towards that, if we can say that Big George Gilmore is the best butcher in the east end of Glasgow. There we go. So we'll take your money for anything. We, we can be bought. To let, let, no, believe me, we absolutely can. I do think we can do more on some of them, right? Because it's very generous, and I do appreciate the anonymous bids. But think about that chance to play five, six asides, whatever you want. You bring a sub or two as well. So you're, you, you, could, I mean, you could be talking seven, eight people. The chance to play against Kenny Miller and Mark Wilson and Alex Ray, they might they're going to get the phone book out so who it could be in the day it could be a Chris Boyd it could be some of the guys that you've either loved or loathed you can either praise them or kick them that is the chance that we've got for you here and like I say you're you're splitting it between six, seven, eight people so I think we can do more on the bid for that one because it all goes to the kids that's the way to think about it so those lots end in 15 minutes 0141 565 2468 Time running out for Celtic to do anything whatsoever we're into the last five minutes of the game get the feeling time blow the whistle ran out yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you, you can blow the whistle and yeah. everybody go up the road yeah. early give them another five days it's the after match reaction that I'm interested in now uh, the callers to this programme uh, whatever Gabriel will witness at Celtic Park uh, Celtic haven't lost a home league game for two years and they have lost this one under deeply worrying circumstances for all concerned yeah, really getting out with that fight here aren't they I mean you're right Gordon when you say you usually would you know get reports from Celtic Park that they were barting the door down and Xander Clark was pulling off save after save, but not like that this afternoon. And you're right, you could blow the whistle now. I don't think it'd make any difference. Theo Bears just came on, he's through, and the shot saved in the end. That could have been a huge moment for Motherwell. That um, Bear and Shaw both just came on for Beeret and Slattery. Um, so a last gamble there for Stuart Kettlewell. Is it is that a good point for Motherwell, especially after yeah. missing in isolation? Missing it, it's, like, it's the same like loads of these games in isolation, yes. Mm. But in the run of forum fourteen no. games or whatever it is without yeah. a win, then no. And your next two games are the cup finalists, Rangers and Aberdeen. Because um, here's the really boring stat: if you start the season and draw every single game, you'll probably stay up yeah. in the yeah. Scottish Premiership. Um, but you can't have that. And mixed in with various defeats, <laughs> you even so is that fourteen yep. then without a win? Fourteen, yeah. fourteen, yeah. So what you got without that five? Gretna's record, points. something like that. Um, but look, you're right. In isolation, when you look at St Mirren, the way they yeah. started the season, Stuart Kettlewell, yeah, it would take that. So you know, within that run, there's a point at Celtic Park and all that sort of stuff. But there's then dramatic failure in a lot of other games. So. Something needs to change. It feels like it's just kind of treading water then if it's a point, isn't it? But this game's not finished yet either. Yeah, and also because of the St Johnston result, it could be a bad day, mm. a point, and you look at the league table and you'll drop down one again. Uh, yeah, well, listen, it might be late drama. I said last week we'd get late drama. We've got to get it somewhere. Dylan Venti, red card for Hibs. It's a tackle on Liam Gordon. VAR will check it. 
We'll find out if that's going to be the old strikers challenge. I've seen a few of them in your time, I'm sure. Very surprised that Hibs, uh, yeah, not a result yet, but uh, the, the scoreline, you know, trailing to that Graham Carey goal, good for Graham Carey, but very surprised at Hibs that that's a body blow. No one can put her on a form. We, meant, we yeah. mentioned Colmarmock going into this. They might still snatch it. They got away with it with the penalty there. Um, Hibs went into this game three wins and one defeat in the last four. The defeat yeah. came at Celtic Park. And at Celtic Park, they're piling out of the ground. Uh, so the supporters know what we can see as well that they can play all day Celtic and not get a goal and there's hardly anybody left now yeah I mean it'll still be noisy I'm sure but apathy's worse than anger sometimes mm, you know, everyone's well, gone everyone's <coughs> gone up the road damn it do they walk around the pitch and applaud the yeah they always do. do they always do yeah it's tough one oh, eh? it's, it's going well do you know what it is it's reminiscent of the day that Rangers lost to Aberdeen at Ibrox I'm not suggesting please listen carefully I'm not suggesting that means that Brendan Rodgers loses his job But the atmosphere is going to be yeah. volatile Like that day Sure uh, Venti's still on the pitch Ref's going to the monitor So he's probably going to remain on the pitch Ref's been poor um, According to Fraser in that one So it's just a yellow, no red card now for Dylan Venti Four minutes added on in Paisley wonder how tense the Motherwell team feel, Gordon They've missed some good chances You go for it, you win the game the world is right again yeah. This is when you come to life, life Exactly I've got to say I'm but more confident 90 94 minutes But if you throw it open And you're on the receiving end of it Yeah but we've got to throw open Go for the three points Forget the one Okay um, Not a vintage decision For referee Graham Granger Although some people would say That's what it's there for But there we are It's not a red card For Dylan Venti After all Celtic fans You might want to start Getting your phone calls in We've got our Cash for Kids auction There is a lot to get through but I am very interested in your reaction to this result and performance at Celtic Park because it must be one of the worst, certainly at home, uh, in a long time. Yeah, and it's now showdown time because Brendan Rodgers said he wanted four, he, he specified a figure, four quality, first-team-ready players in the January window. He will need four if he is to salvage the season because I think by the time the window opens it'll be about Celtic salvaging their season it won't be about staying at the top of the league I think they'll be behind Rangers by the 1st of January and the window will become crucial which puts Brendan Rodgers and the board under the spotlight if Rodgers does not get the quality he wants Will he still be the manager by the end of January? What about getting more out of those that are there though, Gordon? It's just like th- th- this notion that poor Celtic don't have good enough players. Like, quality what, players. The rest of Scottish <clears throat> football is saying, hold on a minute. They've got quality players that cost millions of pounds, Gordon. Um, you kind of have a lot of sympathy for him. Brendan we kept Rodgers. being told last season how strong the squad was. Look, there are a few injuries, so obviously you take that into mm-hmm. account. Jota, Moy and Starfelt are the ones that left, but how did we go from that to this? Yeah, and you've got the manager coming out and talking about European football that he believes that they can compete at that level. So it showed you that he thinks that there, there are decent players there. You can't just keep coming out and using the excuse, well, I need four or five players. The squad is absolutely huge. This is your 10-minute warning. Four stunning auction items. Mm. The Clyde One Super Scoreboard experience. The Britain's Got Talent semi-final tickets the hospitality for Thistle and the chance to play five asides against a Scottish football select you've got 
Eight minutes left now to get your bids in. It's finished in Livingston. Roger Hanna. It's finished. Livingston nil, Kilmarnock nil. Levy's drought in front of goal now extends to 12 and a half hours in the Premiership and they'll never have a better opportunity to break it than they got seven minutes from time. A penalty kick correctly awarded by Willie Collum. Handball against Kilmarnock centre-half Stuart Finlay with a regular penalty taker Sean Kelly having been substituted. The man who came on for him, top scorer Bruce Anderson, took the responsibility from the spot. It was a dreadful penalty king. It clipped the bottom of the post on the way past. Livingston and manager Martindale were absolutely crestfallen. It let Kelly off the hook and it denied Livingston the chance to move closer to those in the relegation area above them at the bottom of the Premiership table. Kelly bossed the game for long spells. They had chances in the first half through Kyle Vassell. They had chances in the second half from David Watson. Danny Armstrong and Liam Paul have pulled the strings in midfield but Livingston almost were off the hook as I say seven minutes from the end it was a clear penalty kick Colm called it correctly Var and Anderson backed him up there was nerves all around the stadium as Anderson took the ball but you won't see a worse penalty kick this season and you wonder after now seven complete games without a goal they're now going back to October the 7th without a goal from open play they're adrift five points at the bottom of the Premiership you just wonder how Livingston are going to survive from here, Livingston nil, Kilmarnock nil Full time in Paisley, similar story David Friel Yeah, full time St Mirren nil, Motherwell I don't really know where to begin this game, Liam Kelly's going to get a lot of applauded. it's a big second half penalty save from Mark O'Hara but Motherwell, Gordon will see this as a big chance missed as a winless run stitches to 14 games Sure, Kelly will say there's so many big openings in that second half, after the penalty it just seemed to get a huge lift, they were through three or four times and they really did let St Mirren off the hook, Georgie Jen, Blair Spittle, Mika Beer, Theo Bear at the death, always had really good chances. I think, as you said, in isolation, it's not a bad point for Motherwell, but it could easily have been three and the end of that winless run. It's one of the best chances of the first half. Terry Smalley was really good throughout. He raced down the right, fired in a low cross. It fell to Greg Kilty. He slipped, he took his shot, and it flew over the bar. Second half was a lot better. The wind died down. Both sides had chances. St. Martin got that penalty in 50 minutes. It did look a stonewaller, to be fair. Jonah Youngu, he raced down the right, tried to pick out Greg Kilty in the middle. Stephen O'Donnell was sliding in handled the cross every Craig Napier point to the spot Mark O'Hara didn't get much power or direction on his shot but the save had to be made and Liam Kelly made it Motherwell as I said they took a real lift from that he created a string of good chances Georgie Gent he got in the end of Blair Spittle's free kick headed straight at Zach Kemi Spittle was then sent through Chopped back and Alex Gogic created a better angle but fired wide with the goal at his mercy. Mika Bireth, he ran himself to a standstill. He was also sent through. Hesitated just as he looks if he was about to shoot. Chance was lost again. St Mirren's best efforts came from distance. Terry Small a shot well saved by Kelly. And then at the death, Theo Bear cleaned through and Zach Keming fired straight at him. The chance was lost. Full time, Motherwell nil, St Mirren nil. Incredible. What about Celtic Park? An incredible result there, Gabriel. Yes, certainly, Gordon. Full-time and Hearts have beaten Celtic 2-0. A disastrous result for Brendan Rodgers' side, who have now lost back-to-back games in the Premiership. And it's unrest all around here at Parkhead. Fans shouting at the board, arguing with each other throughout the match. Boos ringing around the stadium at the full-time whistle. Boos that have not been heard this loudly for quite some time. On the pitch, it was Hearts captain Lawrence Shankland who headed visitors in front early on. Then Stephen Kingsley doubled the Jambos lead with a brilliant curling free kick from distance. Hearts had totally stunned Celtic in those first 30 minutes. Uh, it was just 15 minutes in when Shanklin found himself totally unmarked from an in-swinging corner. Brilliant header into the roof of the net. But Liam Scales and Alistair Johnson seemed to be marking each other 
the stadium started to get jittery before you knew it the afternoon afternoon return from a troublesome start into a full-blown catastrophe Stephen Kingsley stood over a free kick it was over 25 yards out and it was beautifully curled into the net suddenly after just two set pieces the Jambos were 2-0 up and panic really set in here amongst the fans and amongst the players Celtic's only real chance of the first half was when Louis Palmer thought he pulled one back a ball was across from Kyogo came to Palmer at the far post was blocked just in front of the line by a Hearts defence valiant defending you have to say uh, Brendan Rodgers made several substitutes in the second half including bringing on Alexandro Bernabe at left wing but nothing seemed to work Kyogo failed to connect with a volley early on in the second half that would he would have expected himself to score oh had a half chance or two the hoops with plenty of the ball and plenty of crosses into the box but it made absolutely nothing that could trouble Xander Clark the mood terrible here in the east end of Glasgow just like the weather pouring down the fans are not happy the arguing the booing the empty seats at the full-time whistle all telltale signs of discontent Celtic's bid to retain their league title is seriously starting to stutter Hearts of course delighted their first win in Celtic against uh, against Celtic in 11 matches huge scout for Stephen Naismith down here on the pitch in front of me they are up to third in the table but for Celtic they have spurned the chance to go eight points clear they stay just five points above Rangers who have two games in hand. And you know what that means. If they win, and it's a big if, if Rangers manage to win both of those matches, they will go to the top of this Premiership. This could be one of those days we look back on Gordon as a definitive one in the title race. Full-time at Parkhead, Celtic nil. Hearts too. Celtic fans, what did you make of that? How bad was it? How worried are you? 01419511025, especially if you were there. Gabriel's talking about a toxic atmosphere and booze and arguing in the stands. Where is it going wrong? Are the players not good enough? Do they need to take the flak? Is Brendan Rogers not good enough? What is going on? The recruitment, all the rest of it, all the soul searching that you usually do after a big defeat. This is the place to do it. 01419511025. Are we finished yet in Perth? No, I don't think we are. Uh, so we'll need to wait to hang on and speak to Fraser Wisher in that one. You've only got two minutes left on the latest batch of auction prizes. Two minutes. Be very quick. 01415652468. For them, remember, it's the Super Scoreboard experience. The chance to sit in with the guys on the show. Gary Thompson's the winning bid at the moment. £1,800. The Britain's Got Talent. We're getting there. Keith McGrorty at 800 Anonymous bid for 500 quid for the hospitality at Partick Thistle. And we're up at two grand for the chance to play five asides against a Scottish football select there as well. Some big names involved and you can kick them up and down the place if you like. But there we go. Get your bids in. You've now got about a minute left before we close the lines on that one. Have we got anything else? No, there's still more more time to go for Fraser Wishart so I'll tell you what we'll do we'll take a break line your calls up and we're going to get reaction to that defeat at Celtic Park next after the action it's your reaction 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line and what an open line it is going to be because Celtic have lost back-to-back games in the Scottish Premiership and they've lost quite comfortably in the end Celtic nil Hearts Two nil nil at Paisley against Motherwell, St Mirren against Motherwell, St Johnson one nil against Hibbs, Levy Killy was goalless, uh, and Ross County nil Dundee one 
as well So get your calls in right now Celtic fans Just sum it all up for us 01419511025 It's also our cash for kids sports auction Grant Thompson Let's quickly find out how that last batch of prizes went What can you tell me about the chance to come in and sit in here As the Clyde One Super Scoreboard Experience? Well, I can tell you, actually, we just had a frantic flurry of bids, like in that last two minutes. It was so, so busy here. Every line was taken. Uh, But I can tell you that to come in and sit on Super Scoreboard, Gary Thompson uh, got the winning bid for that one. I'm just looking at that. That is right, isn't it? With uh, £1,800. So, well done to Gary. Look forward to welcoming you, Gary. Two tickets to Britain's Got Talent Live semi-final. Who won that one? Uh, so that actually, I mean, there were so many calls for that in the last 20 minutes. Uh, we thought it was going to go for a very, very low price. But Derek Palmer, thank you so much uh, for your donation there because you got that £1,200. So that's amazing. Superb. And I think it was an anonymous one for Partick Thistle Hospitality. Uh, it went for 500 quid again, um, £500 to cash for kids. So thank you to that anonymous person there. And also anonymous uh, was the Scottish Football Legends, the five-a-side prize. And what an amount of money for that. £2,050 came in at the last minute. Oh, I think I've seen one that's just sneaked in after 2100 I must say, uh, on, on my sheet. 2100 hang on. There we see, this is yep, it, it's the live. From Michael Stevenson, yep, that did come in there from Astro Clean, £2,100. There you are, he's going to kick Mark Wilson up and down the fives <laughs> pitch and clean, the, and clean the Astro at the same time yeah, for the sounds yeah, of bring it. bring it on, I look forward to it. Well Brilliant, thank you so much for your generosity, everyone. Much appreciated. I'll update you on some other things later on in the show. Don't forget the silent auction is there. Go to the, the website there because there's some stunning prizes on the silent auction as well. But... We have got some business to take care of on these phone lines. Kevin is a Celtic fan. Sum up how bad that was, Kevin. Well, Jerry, it's the worst performance I've seen from a Celtic team in years. Something needs to happen. Either the Celtic board needs to sack the manager and David Rangers have done, beat the bullet. Because that's terrible. Going and watching that is what I'm watching. Honestly, paint dry. I'd rather watch paint dry. I mean, I can hear the anger in your voice, Kevin. It, was it just start to finish? Terrible stuff. Terrible. It's the same stuff every week. Then it's very slow. And then the wings don't know to take a shot. Want to walk the ball in. You mentioned the manager, Brendan. Um, no, that's his name. Your name's Kevin. You mentioned the manager, Kevin. How much blame are you giving him? Oh, he needs to take the blame. He should have taken Johnson off in the first off. First 20 minutes, it wasn't working out. He should have took him off. Well, Hugh, um, I think Kevin's just summed it all up for everyone. Need we say any more? Uh, it's crisis time. And when Celtic go into crisis mode, it's never pretty to look at. This is a rerun of the season that was supposed to be 10 in a row. Uh, it led to Peter Lawwell leaving the club. It led to Neil Lennon leaving the club as manager. And now you have uh, the perfect storm, as I described it earlier on. How many of these players that came in in the summer were the manager signings? I don't believe that any of them, apart from that Phillips, had anything to do with Brendan Rodgers. And recruitment has been crucial. I do understand that Kyogo is a pale imitation of what he used to be under Adjipostakoglu. Maeda, they were bad luck with the injuries to Hatati and to Abada. And you have to factor in all of those things. But those who have... Strong reputations at Celtic Park have not delivered 
so far this season And mm. you now have a pivotal situation Where it's Rangers who are in the driving seat Kevin's anger Mark is based around the fact that This isn't a one-off This is not a Celtic team that's been brilliant all season You have an off day, fine Look Celtic, Celtic news for you Aren't entitled to win every game of football But this has been bubbling away And that's back-to-back yeah. league defeats You don't say that too often yeah, well, when you look at recent performances, they have been of an exceptionally poor standard. Um, the 45 minutes at McDermott Park, we'll go back to that because that was horrendous. But at least Brendan Rodgers got a reaction out of his team after that. It was the opposite at Rugby Park. And then, arguably, even worse today. A bit toothless. Um, it just looks like a team of players looking for somebody else to come up with the goods. Now, it was Cal McGregor that drove the team at McDermott Park. But there was nobody last week to pull them along. And there was certainly not one player today. Cal McGregor gave it a shot at the start of the second half. But apart from that, everybody's shifting responsibility onto someone else. And that's not a Celtic team that's, that's going to be successful at the end of the season. Now, I would stop short at a crisis when you're five points clear at the top of the league. However... Brendan Rodgers must know that Rangers are a much better outfit just now under Philip Clement, are getting the job done domestically and in Europe and are going to be dangerous opposition in the coming weeks. Kevin, were you at the game? Yes, I'm just left me and my son. We actually left 20 minutes before we end. It was that bad. Wow, and I'm hearing, you know, Kevin, quite a toxic atmosphere, you know, shouts at the board and fans arguing with each other. Was it all in all just a, a pretty bad day out? For the last two years... The football we were playing was brilliant, right? And then you have come in, and when Brendan Rodgers come in, he's changed it all. All slows down, and you can't get. Honestly, it's the worst football I've seen Celtic play in a long while. Uh, I can take on board uh, Kevin's anger. I think if I was a Celtic fan going along watching it, I, I watched them last week at Kilmarnock very closely, and. They're not exciting to watch. Under Poster Coglu, it was a completely different uh, outfit. They've still got good players. I don't think that the backup players are quite what they should be at Celtic. I think there's a lot of players needing moved on, a lot of changes there. But you look at the board, I, I agree with Mark. You know, they've, they've spent money, but unfortunately, I don't think they've spent it in the right players in the right way. And Brendan Rogers, who I think is a top manager, will have to take a big bit of responsibility for us. Mm, thank you very much to Kevin. You could hear how angry Kevin was. Charles, how would you f- sum up your emotions? Uh, raging. Uh, I'm, I'm, the worst thing about the day is, as I was saying to the guy, the worst thing about the day is, I'm not surprised. It's no great surprise. Uh, for the mother, I was at the Motherwell game and I couldn't believe, I think it's one of the worst games I've seen, but I today topped it. Uh, at the Motherwell game, none of the, none of the wingers were any good. I'm only getting the ball in the box, and if it, if it was rotten, if it was absolutely rotten, then it was no surprise today. Kyogo, um, he needs an attitude adjustment. I was, I was, I was at a Lazio game the other night here, and um, he was doing all the, uh, all the kind of the gesticulating uh, sort of gestures, and he was running half side and shaking his head, hands, and his hips. And what annoyed me about when he was doing the other night, he was running half side, and he was doing a bit here today, he's half side. And he's not even looking at the ball. He's then still in an RFC position and the game's still going. Um, it was rubbish. It was rubbish every night. And uh, uh, Brendan's got to go. Got to go? Like now, even though Celtic are still top? Uh, but my, my girlfriend sent me a wee text at uh, half-time. She says uh, some changes needed. And uh, my, my return text was, 
can you sub a manager? You know, I'd, I'd have had him away at half time. That's not the type of thing Gordon DL has texted females over the, <laughs> over the years, but that's fine. <laughs> who am I to judge? See, um, that, I mean, that's it's when... a genuine Brendan must go call who. Yeah. It, is, is it that? I mean, is that too early, that type of discussion? Uh, yeah, when you're talking about Celtic fans, no. Because, well, I mean, for you, though. Uh, for me, I don't believe that Brendan Rodgers uh, is responsible for the recruitment that has left the squad in the type of disarray in which it is at the moment. But when Celtic go into free fall... How tough is that balance then, right? Because you're a manager who multiple times at the AGM and around that time has said that he is part of it. See if you're not, there must be a temptation to distance yourself from this because today Lewis Palmer started and was ineffective. Fine. Kwan was on the bench for the first time since September. Bernardo on the bench. Home, Lagerbielka, Navrotsky, Phillips, Tilio and Yang not even in the squad. Yeah. Is it is it letting Brendan Rodgers off by saying he's not responsible for them? Because if he's not, it's starting to get to the stage where he, it would be in his best interest to let people know that. And that day's coming. And that day may very well come in the month of January. And if the quality is not there, it's Brendan Rodgers who's having his reputation torn apart. And if the next transfer window is as shambolic as the last transfer window... I think he'll go. Now again, I go back to the point about the, the guy earlier on in Super Scoreboard a few weeks ago who said that, you know, where do I get this stuff from? Well, come back on and tell me now because you were there clever enough that night and you seem to know the future and you said there was something wrong with me for suggesting these things. Come back on and tell me how the you feel. I've got a funny feeling that calls annoyed you. Yeah, it certainly has. Ago. The only thing I will say is you can talk about recruitment all day long. And, sure. And, yeah, all day long. But... You look at that start of yeah, 11 absolutely. today with Celtic, you've got to be getting better out of the players you've got, Gordon. And so far, as I say, I watched them live last week. I thought they were dreadful second half, but all credit to Kilmarnock. Um, they've been poor today. First half against St Johnston, poor as well. They had to, Callum McGregor had to drag them by the scruff of the neck and get a result. Um, I thought on Wednesday night uh, Patches I thought they played well I thought Joe Hart had a terrific game I thought Scales and Young Welsh coming back into the centre of the defence very hard shift for them especially not playing a lot of football they're lacking a spark they're there's, lacking there's, there's a pattern forming with what Brendan Rodgers has said in recent weeks about the ball speed how quick the play is and sometimes they say oh our ball speed was good and our tempo's good but I think it's the opposite all season and I'm I'm even including Games that they've won quite comfortably, it is too slow and pedestrian, and that was what was labelled at Brendan Rodgers and his his mm. third year and his first spell See, as well. They, they, they can't get an Ange Postecoglou tribute act. Ange Postecoglou was unique, and the football they played was unique. And I always thought the day would come when the Japanese players, after Postecoglou had gone to Tottenham, would say, "This isn't really what I came here mm. for," and uh, th there are. Signs all over the park Matt O'Reilly's always been told now That whoa The big guys will be in for you And all over the park There are signs of people whose Heads are not quite in it at the moment So, so Charles you don't trust Brendan Rodgers to turn this round? Uh, turn, well I know there's some players that, Like Hattati's away uh, right, He's off injured at the moment Probably most influential player at the club In, uh, in my opinion Um it's not a case he's turned it around How has he turned it so bad? How has how he made the team so bad? That's it. And it's the football I know you're talking there about uh, 
uh, Graham time to come in uh, and assign his own players. It's a, it's a style of football the guy's playing that's irritating most folk. It's like, you know, it's going to be slow, ponderous, predictable, and uh, side to side. I think he must do, I think he's got a, a philosophy of trying to pass teams off the park and tire them out. You're not going to do that, especially especially in Europe as well. You're, you're just not going to do it. Mm. Uh, Joe Hart, um, I, I want to say something about Joe Hart. I, I've stood up for Joe Hart a lot, and because uh, I think he's a good keeper. I do think he's a good keeper, but wow, how, how far out of position was he for that free kick? It's not even like the ball went to the top corner, it dropped in. Directing at the right hand post, uh, it's been bread and butter for them. Yeah, we said shades of Lee Griffiths first at uh, at Hampden against England. I, I do think Gordon, when we do it, it, it takes something away from Stephen Kingsley. If from thirty yards you can get the ball up and down and in the corner, you need I don't know what percentage of the credit, most of it. But could Hart have done more? Um, I think I think Mark touched on it. I think that you know that's the side he's going to put it in. You've got to move a wee bit quicker, get there cover that angle but take nothing away from the free kick it was absolutely brilliant I thought to be honest with you and I'm not taking it away from Shankly's header I can't believe the, the poor again but I don't even think Joe uh, Joe Hart to me looked very poor at that as well yeah, he's a set piece disaster now every time there's a corner kick there's trouble because he never leaves his line he's all over the place but in the summertime, when, when I and others were suggesting that Celtic should get another goalkeeper in, oh no, 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 Joe Hart's fine, and Joe Hart is not fine. The worry for those two goals that Celtic conceded, uh, it's the two biggest dangers from set pieces. You must know Kingsley where he puts the majority of his free kicks, and you must know at set pieces that who's the most dangerous player in the opposition. It's Lauren Shanklin. Shanklin's left free at the back post with a free header, and Kingsley puts in a free kick Easily avoidable yep. If you've done your research You would know that And Celtic failed on both occasions Thank you Charles Craig The challenge on nights like this Is for me to ask you How you would sum up Today's performance But for you not to swear In return uh, It's going to be hard uh, It's definitely going to be hard Because We've been watching that All season And the thing is as well We're watching it The last two seasons Of Rodgers At Celtic before he left the only reason they got out of it was because Rangers were so poor. It was against a Cassini and a Murray team, and then the first four months he was there, we were watching the same nonsense that we're watching the new. But Gerald was just in, and then Gerald actually beat us, beat us for the first time in three years, and then Rogers ran away. But what we're watching now is absolutely horrendous. Like, he's took a team that played fast attacking football, and it was amazing to watch. We only got to win every game, but it was brilliant to watch. To what we're watching the new, and it's. Predominantly the same players And everyone keeps talking about recruitment and injuries and stuff I think Foster Cosley, I think it was his first season He went to McDermott Park with Montgomery on the wing And a couple of young ones who had all the hamstring injuries He went with a, a, a nothing team who won 3-1 Because he wanted to attack But watching this side-to-side passing Like dreadful, like, honestly it's shocking I, mean, I know he won't get sacked But I would, I'd let him go Because it's terrible to watch And it's not going to get better And he just keeps talking about recruitment and recruitment is that the, the problem Craig Because whether it was I don't know Ange Postacoglu When he first came in Or maybe even Philippe Clement I know you might not thank me For the comparison But you know Good managers are Kind of judged on Getting the most out of A group of players Even if, if it's a group of players That isn't as good as people You know want them to be on paper Is that just not happening At the moment is it? No, not at all. Uh, and even if like, everyone says like Rogers is a right good coach, like 
through the players that we've got for last season and this season, who's he made better? Scales. Scales has come in and done really well, but see along that, Taylor's went backwards, Johnson, the right backs went backwards, Carter Vickers doesn't look the same, Kyogo like a miss now, he doesn't even touch the ball, he does he score? Because we don't have attacking runners to run beyond the defence so we can cut it back because everyone's static. Everyone's just standing there wanting to pass it to the wing and basically say to the winger, all right, you do something. A bit, bit of magic, Jota. Palmer's not as good as Jota, but he ties his hard as Palmer, but he's not as good as Jota. Mikey Johnson, do you start on it? And you've got Turnbull. Turnbull's a, a nice player, but he's never going to break the lines. He's never going to run by the forward to create space. Matt really does it, but... We're just, it's just terrible. Why do you know? Honestly, we're terrible at watch. Shocking. Were you at the game, Craig? Sounds like you're driving back. No, I was watching. I, I actually, I was watching it for the first thirty-eight minutes. I seen the second goal, and then I took myself to work. That's how bad it was. I took myself to work, and now I'm driving back. So, same question to you, to the, you know, the previous caller. You've got, it sounds like you've lost faith, and you don't think Brendan Rodgers can turn this round. Honestly, like, geez, when you look at his recruitment for the first couple of seasons, wasn't he great? He had a couple of good ones, but it wasn't great. So he keeps talking about quality. He came in right at the start of the season. He could have picked players. He, he could have had a couple of projects and meant, right, I want two or three really good ones that I want. So I don't believe he never cho- chose any of the players. He's obviously had a hand in picking them. And now it's not working and now you're blaming the quality. Like, so I think he needs to take a bit of responsibility as well. Yeah, because this is the difficulty, Mark, when... If you keep banging on about recruitment Of course it'll be valid up to a point Celtic did not need a rebuild in the summer You know, if, yeah. you, if you've got a manager Who comes in And a place is in disarray And then you, then a couple of months down the line You can say, well, do you know what He needs a bit longer to get his own players in Celtic didn't, they didn't need a rebuild They took over a yeah. treble winning team That realistically, from the starting 11 Lost Jota Carl Starfell And to a point, Aaron Moy yeah, and you know what? I, I thought it might have done Celtic a favour. Not that Ange Postacolo's time was done, far from it, but remember, at the tail end of the season, um, it kind of stagnated a bit as well, and fans weren't particularly pleased with the football at the end of the season. So I thought Brendan Rodgers might come in, just put a wee bit of a different spin on it with some of his signings. Now, guys like Quan, Telio, Yang, uh, come on, you're not telling me for one minute Brendan Rodgers came in with his wish list and said, by the way, these guys are on it. That is of those have got to be recruitment that was done previously, and he has signed off on them because you can't think a manager doesn't get any say. So he must have signed off on them and trusted the recruitment department. I, but others, I believe, he would have. Yeah, but this is my point though. Like it can't all become about that when you've got by and large a successful oh, team, squad. by and large a good That's team. Are you yeah. getting enough out of well, them? Certainly not. Certainly not. And they started okay. You've got to say they started okay, but in I, recent times they have been disappointing and it culminated today. I always think of this programme as being the most accurate barometer of public opinion. And the callers we've had so far are unanimous in their verdict. It's Brendan Rogers' fault. Now, inside the ground, they're chanting sack the board. And I go back to my description of the perfect storm. The fans don't know whether to blame Peter Lawwell or Brendan Rogers. But what will happen now is that this situation will worsen and on the day that Rangers go top of the league, look out. Sounds like a lot of anger out there amongst the Celtic fans. Thank you to Craig. Keep your calls coming in on 01419511025. I've got a good idea for you though. Something that no matter what team you support, we can all unite behind 
as being a really good idea. Take out your phone, text the word CAR to 84901. That's CAR to 84901. What that text does is it of course costs you a standard network rate message. It fires off a £5 voluntary donation to cash for kids. Every penny goes to local children. You can even cancel the donation by replying cancel within 60 minutes of receiving our confirmation. Hopefully you don't do that. You give your £5 to cash for kids. Then you're in the draw for a brand new BMW 1 Series thanks to Arnold Clark. It is a stunning car. Like I say, brand new, fresh out the wrapper and it could be yours effectively for a £5 donation to cash for kids. Uh, I'm going to try and tug in the heartstrings a bit but seriously, nine days to go until Christmas Day We're talking about children that have got Nothing all year round And by nothing I mean Very little food on the table Heating, clothes All the things that many of us take for granted So we're just trying to make a bit of a difference You could do that by spending £5 And then win yourself a brand new BMW Text car to 84901 Entries close at 6 o'clock So you don't have long It's over 18s only And full T's and C's are at Clyde1.com Mark Wilson, Gordon DL and Hugh Keevans are here It's Cash for Kids Sports Auction Day As if we've not got enough to get through Between now and 6 o'clock Celtic have lost 2-0 at home to Hearts as well It is a busy, busy switchboard I have rarely seen the likes, it has to be said Let's go back there and bring in Scott, who is on the line Scott, were you at the game? <laughs> if you could call that a game If you could call that a game I've never been so disgusted in a team And the way the manager steadfastly refuses to change The shape of the team They were 2 nothing doing at half time And I thought, he's got to go two up front He's got to take a defender off He's got to try and squeeze the game in the middle of the park And try and keep hearts back But no, he keeps playing the four at the back and he kept playing four at the back And then he broke Burnaby on I thought right okay Burnaby can run up and down the line So he's got Taylor and Burnaby He then takes Taylor off Puts Burnaby back Then moves Forrest on And still played four at the back We're getting beat 2 nothing With 20 minutes to go And the manager refuses to take risks Refuses to let the players Play off the cuff a bit That manager has ruined a team That was a decent forward going team Not sure but brilliant Won three trophies last season And destroyed the confidence in it Arthur Johnson is Light years away from what he was last season Kyogo Kyogo doesn't even get a ball cut back to the byline For him to score goals He's now playing 30 yards for goals It's just I can't believe that the manager's come in there And just says you know what Let's just play possession football and kick the ball about It's back to what he left his way When Neil, had to, when Neil came in and he, he went Oh he left up I'm scunnered with him I'm absolutely scunnered And I've had a season ticket for over 30 odd years I'm scunnered watching that today Absolutely scunnered And I'm not the only one There's lots of people not happy about that today I mean the, like the bar's been set pretty high in recent seasons I take it that's as bad a performance for a long time? That's up there we, as, you, as you were talking about earlier on The 10 in a row season that we went for 10 in a row That's up there that's not worse See when the boy got the free kick Everybody around about me says this is in Joe Hart's miles over The first goal I don't even I've, I've not seen it back yet But Shankly doesn't even need to, Doesn't even need to jump Do you know the only player In that team today That I would give pass marks to And he's been our best player In the last two months I'd say With the Liam Scales At least that guy Showed a bit of heart And a bit of desire See the rest And I include the captain In that as well Who's probably Hurting more than anybody else 
the rest of them just no good enough. And the manager has got to take responsibility. He brought in Bernardo. Started in Champions League game, he's disappeared. He brought in um what's the other boy's name? Home. Yes, he went to. He'd laggered out on the bench on Wednesday night, came on, scored the goal. That was he the day. That was that Phillips. What's he doing? His substitutions makes no sense. His squad selection makes no sense. Burnaby's no played since the summer. And he comes on the day more 2 nothing done. What is it? Really? I, I cannot get him. I cannot get him at all. Maybe I'm looking at it totally because it was good football last season and because we enjoyed going to the games. But I'll tell you one thing. Kilmarnock was bad. Today was far worse. And the manager must... You see this coming out and blaming it in players? See every single one of the players we've got in our squad? I would say 90% of them would get into any other team in the Premier League. Maybe outside of Rangers. And overall, I mean, Scott, you were at the game. I mean, Gabriel was there. We're here, you know, chance against the board, fans arguing and fighting with each other. It all sounds like it's all getting a bit, well, I was going to say negative. That doesn't even cover it. It sounds like it's all getting a bit hysterical. I, I never seen that, but I'm certainly one of the more vocal ones in the stand. Um, and I couldn't believe you still had four defenders on the park with 20 minutes to go chasing a game. I'm, I'm absolutely scunnered. Mark, you played under, yeah, you played with Neil under Neil at Celtic Park and I remember us going to Rugby Park and being 3 nothing down and Neil took a chance he'd done it in the Scottish Cup tie as well when we lost the goalkeeper and he pushed you yourself and Emilio Azaghiri up the park and changed the shape of the team and counter-attacked counter, counter Rangers that day that was done to the manager changing the tactics see this top-tier manager he's keep talking about that's getting 40 grand a week to manage my football club where was his tactics? Last week and this week, where were they? I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, listen, Scott. I can't disagree with a lot of the points you make because you are valid. Uh, your your point regarding the squad, the the chopping and changing of who's on the bench and who comes on, is baffling to me. Sometimes um, you highlighted Burnaby coming on. When when was the last time he was seen? And, and why go for Burnaby today to try and get you back in in the game? Lack of chances created, lack of intensity about the side, and not just today, but Rugby Park, at McDermott Park for large parts of that game, um, the Motherwell game at home, the St. Johnson game at home, Kilmarnock away in the Cup. So there are many performances that Scott's points are totally valid uh, with, and, you know, a lot of Celtic fans... It's standard the football, Mark. That's what I've picked up on. Uh, Celtic fans... They don't like uh, Brendan Rodgers' brand. It's okay when you're winning games. You get away with that when you're a top of league and you've got a gap. So fans will accept that. But when all of a sudden you see a new Rangers manager come into building, they're starting to progress very well under him. The challenge is certainly there, as you uh, quite rightly pointed out this afternoon. And you're looking at style of play. Going back to Celtic, the one thing I have noticed about them is their substitutions make no impact, very little impact. Under Postacoglu, he could bring on three subs, 70 minutes, and you could guarantee something was going to happen. They would probably go and score a few goals or they would go and run over the top of teams in the last 15, 20 minutes whenever they were brought on. You do not see... It's like Brendan Rodgers has just thrown bodies on for the sake of throwing bodies. 
And if you lose the fans because of your brand of football, whether you're a top manager or not, you've got to come under a lot, a lot of pressure. Everything that can go wrong is going wrong. Uh, Mikey Johnson is retrograde. Uh, you know, he was yesterday's man, and now he's in the team. Uh, James Forrest, magnificent servant to Celtic, absolutely magnificent. But fifteen seasons in a row. Celtic have to be more forward-looking than that uh, with regard to the recruitment policy hasn't worked out and now the manager's tactics are being questioned. Uh, I'm afraid that when Rangers go to Celtic Park on the 30th of December and win and go top of the league, Celtic explode. Scott was scunnered, in case you didn't get the message. <laughs> he was scunnered. It's a good way of summing up an old-fashioned word for us in here. Um, if Scott was scunnered Mo, how would you describe how you feel? Um, uh, uh, good evening, panel. Thanks for thanks for having me. Pleasure. Um, so yeah, do you know, for for me, it's the feeling of apathy uh, with the current kind of Celtic board. Um, I was saying to your kind of producer there that um, I took the uh, uh, we went along to the game, so myself and uh, the kids went along to the game and. As the game was progressing, you know, um, it was like the hostile atmosphere. The there was a, a sense of toxicity, if that's the right word for it, um, kind of building up and festering, basically. Even up to the point where where Hearts uh, opened the score, there was a feeling of, of trepidation, I suppose, um, given you know what's what's been happening over the uh, the last six months, or basically from the summer. Now. I think my main point here is that from the point uh, from September, I believe and without looking at the league table, we were eight, nine points clear of Rangers who were obviously in their own transition, uh, getting in, getting in a new manager. To get from there to now, where if Rangers win their games in hand, they'll be a point clear, and if they beat us on the 30th, they'll be four points clear. Now that, that, that swing, that trajectory is it's alarming, basically, and I think it's endemic of the, the culture uh, within the club at the moment anyway, in terms of the direction in which the, the club is going. You know, we can speak about Europe, but domestically, you know, we always had the domestic form to fall back on, I suppose, so to speak. But even at that, it's kind of tailing off now, where we're now in a bit of free-for-all, uh, I would say. And like you say, the atmosphere today... Um, was not one that I've I've came across um, before uh, going to games and yeah it, it's 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 extremely disappointing and and it, I think there needs to be changes or people need to look at themselves in the mirror to think what's what's the end game what 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 are we trying to do what are we trying to progress are we trying to you know build up a a, a, a decent club it's 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 quite uh, yeah. It, apathy is, is is quite apt. Is it the speed of all this, Mo? Um, you know, without taking you down memory lane too much. You know, the, the night that Celtic lift the treble, if you like, against Inverness, like you, you would never have thought the calendar year would end this way. No, a hundred percent. I mean, you know, with Ian Postecoglou, there was there was a, a sense of identity. But when a team like Tottenham come calling, you know you. You, know, you would jump ship, but then you would think you know there'd be some kind of contingency in place. Whereas I think 
with Brendan Rodgers coming back. And to be fair to Rodgers, you know, he was a, he's a good manager. He was very successful uh, in his first spell. But kind of going, reverting back to tight, basically, doesn't always work. You know, you, you, you've had numerous examples in the past where it hasn't worked, where you, where you take, a, take a step back rather than having any sort of kind of strategic planning in place. Uh, to you know, plan for any eventualities. I suppose it's quite yeah, it, it's quite alarming. Celtic are regressing at the same rate that Rangers are progressing, and uh, Philippe Clement was the first manager to encounter Brendan Rodgers, who was on a par with Brendan Rodgers beforehand. The Ibrooks he had. Kashinia and Stephen Gerrard was a rookie when he took over the job and Graham Murty and Michael Beale. Michael Beale was a rookie as well. For the first time, he's confronted by Clamont, a Rangers team who are capable of going to Seville and beating Real Betis. Clamont is getting a big, big tune out of the players and Celtic are not getting a tune out of any player at the moment. So it's crisis time. Thank you to Mo. What's Paul's take on it, Paul? Hi Gordon Hello Can you hear me? Got you loud and clear Paul On you go So I'm a part of the The Scunnerati <laughs> <laughs> I, think a, I think there's quite a big club By the sounds of it This afternoon <laughs> uh, I don't, don't, don't really know where to start The, the one the, 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 the lad Scott actually stole A couple of my points But I, I cannot for the life of me For example Understand why He, he, he omits Lager Bielka from the squad When you've got a chance To, to turn round a young lad's career, he scores the winner in a, a dead rubber, albeit, and then he's omitted from the squad altogether. The, the, the same with Yang bringing Burnaby on. Um, he actually did okay, and so did Forrest, believe it or not. But um, O is a, is a downgrade on Jack Amakis. Johnson's a downgrade on, on Juranovic. Um, and... Jota did kind of blow hot and cold, Ed, but his stats were always impressive. So, much as it's, it was a strong squad that had to be, uh, you know, built on, uh, it's not as strong as it was last year. Uh, so that that's just a fact. You know, Starfelt, uh, Liam Scales is not a, an upgrade on Starfelt, uh, but it's just quite incredible to see that, that Mikey Johnson or... James Forrest uh, is pretty pretty alarming to think that, that it's that you know that, that that's something that's now the staple rather than rather than going forward. Um, the fans seem to be laying at Peter Lowell's door. <clears throat> I don't know where I don't know where we go with that one in terms of um, the transfer window. But the two years without Peter Lowell, where Ange Postecoglou seemed to be in charge of the transfers. Uh, and it's a seamless transfer record, even bringing Aaron Moy out of retirement. And we're now back to, um, dare I say, the, the, the biscuit tin mentality. So uh, it's, it's certainly not, not great. Where is the level of optimism that this can be turned around? And I keep saying that turned around as if Celtic have fallen 10 points behind tonight, which obviously they haven't. But it you know, obviously feels like it's shifting in one direction. How much faith have you got in Brendan Rodgers to fix it, Paul? Uh, well, I, I'm I'm a big Brendan Rodgers fan, and I thought you know he's he's got this tag that I've, I've bought in as well that he's an elite manager. But he, he looks a bit his body language last Sunday. 
he, he looks as if he's got buyer's remorse, in my, my opinion. Um, he looks he looks a bit uh, as if, wait a minute, this is not what, what, I've, what I've signed up for. Um, I, I still think you have to give him a couple of transfer windows um, with his own recruitment strategy. But we're just... The, the, the worrying thing is there's a lack of leadership, Gordon. You know, I think in any team you've got your leaders. And we miss Carter Vickers at the heart of that defence uh, sporadically. Um, I, I thought McGregor did very well today and certainly, uh, you know, certainly the second half. But Kyogo looks lost. Um, the, the whole way he's deploying Kyogo is, is becoming, starting to become a bit of a mystery. Sounds like there are a few issues piling up, Paul. Thank you very much for sharing your thoughts. I need to quickly tell everyone about this before we go. We're very short on time, so my apologies to Paul. Let me remind you that if you text CAR to 84901, you're donating £5 to Cash for Kids and you're in the draw for a brand new BMW 1 Series. The entries close at 6 o'clock We are properly on the home straight here Please don't miss out Just because you waited too long And then realised it was 5 past 6 A £5 donation to Cash for Kids The winner of a brand new BMW 1 Series What is not to like It also costs one standard network rate message And you can check out all the T's and C's at Clyde1.com It is over 18s only You can cancel your donation by replying Cancel within 60 minutes of receiving your confirmation text And it's all thanks to Arnold Clark for donating the car but please I know and this is where this show has to do two very different things at once we're all acting like the football's the most important things in the world and all that and, and I get all that and to many of us it is but we're talking about trying to give local children food on the table at Christmas clothes on their back heating in the house that sort of thing so if you please could use this break wisely and text car to 84901 that would be greatly Appreciated. We're going to hear from Brendan Rogers next. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line 0141 951 1025. It's meant to be the season of goodwill. It is not extending to the Celtic fan base this afternoon. It was a really poor performance and result, and that has been reflected on the phone. Scunnered. I'm going to hear Scott saying that he was scunnered in my sleep tonight, I think. Um, and plenty more where that came from, I am sure. We're going to get the reaction. From Brendan Rogers, you've now only got 13 minutes to get your text in for the brand new BMW 1 Series. It costs you a fiver. Um, so if you could get involved, please do. On that one, there's some brilliant items on the silent auction as well. So check out the website uh, to send your bids in there. Colin is in Paisley. Colin, how are you? Not bad, thanks. How are you? You'll be part of the Scunnered Club, I would imagine. <sighs> oh, can't I believe it, honestly. I took my two kids to the game today, and they were nearly in tears with the, talk, the toxic atmosphere. I, I, I can't. I don't think I can go back. Um, I was sent to the producer. I, I, people think I'm going to be the wind up here, but I would bring back Neil Lennon, steady the ship, get a bit of aggression, a bit of fight back in the team, uh, and and try and move things forward. Because this and, you, is, and you're not you're not at the wind up. Hundred percent. I'm being hundred percent serious. Mm. I had an argument with a guy sitting next to me. He said we can't keep going back the way. I said, how can we not? At least you've got a bit of fight and the players might get a bit of hunger back. So that's my opinion. Last time Neil Lennon was here, they were chucking barriers around the car park. Why was he the man to steady the ship? Well, I think the barriers will be getting chucked about soon again with Brendan because he is not the man for the job. There's every chance, Hugh Keevans. I don't know what barrier plans people have and obviously I wouldn't condone that type of behaviour. Um, 
Colin says he's not the wind-up and I trust him he sounds like an honest man uh, the reason why they're having a go at Peter Lawwell is because he's blamed for losing Celtic 10 in a row uh, the reason why the fans were outside the ground chanting abusive messages at Neil Lennon while he was conducting his press conferences was because they blamed Neil Lennon for losing 10 in a row as well so if you don't want Lawwell back I don't see how you can want Neil Lennon back uh, but this is again another indication of Celtic being in turmoil now. It is absolute crisis time. Sack the board, sack Brendan Rodgers, bring back Neil Lennon. Uh, all of this is indicative of a club who have totally lost their way and are in deep trouble. I, to- I totally take on board that the Celtic fans are angry, Gorn. Of course they are. Um, they're not playing some good footballer we're used to good entertaining football but I've got to be honest and say I think it's a bit early to be looking mm-hmm. to sack Brendan Rodgers I, 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 it's not going to happen um, I know that they're disappointed Brendan Rodgers will know that he's an experienced manager he knows that he carries a can it'll be interesting to hear what he's, he's said today after the game but he'll know that the pressure he's coming under but I think we're just getting a bit early yeah. for sacking Brendan Rodgers because if we're being official about the language if we're to try and qualify it Hugh I would not stand here and deny you a prediction that Celtic are heading to crisis uh-huh. but I would ask you can a team ever be in crisis when they're top of the league just generally well we've had seven callers tonight yeah. and all of them want the manager out yeah. I, would, I would suggest to you and Colin is saying that he took his children his children were frightened by the atmosphere at the ground so it'll come to a head on the 30th of December if Rangers go to Celtic Park and win by goodness you have crisis time mm. in your hands then I think that's that's kind of my point though Mark because whilst that remains a distinct possibility certainly looking at what's going on just now it also remains a possibility that Celtic win that game Like I say, I just wonder I know that it's a pretty fluid thing I'm not looking for a dictionary definition I just wonder if it can still be crisis When you're number one on the table Even if that is about to change No, not for me Uh, We're a wee bit away from that But I get get everyone's point Who's coming on Who who can maybe see it going that way Because that is the direction of travel at the minute And I don't think the situation with the club And the fans and the divide there Ever helps the situation When the product on the pitch isn't as good either so it all kind of comes together to make um, you know a negative atmosphere around the full club however you need to look at reality here and where Celtic are in the league they are still top of the league they've had numerous mm. bad weeks and it does look like it's regressed a bit but I totally understand mm. why fans think in the next few I mean, weeks I mean, don't, get, don't, don't get me wrong I, I don't think we can hammer the they're still top of the league message because as Hugh says they'll now you know, play a different number of games yeah. but it, it just feels like there, there, is, there is time there to, to fix this it's, it's the next few weeks are going to be massive though well crucial absolutely crucial and is it Livingston is it Livingston at home next, next? week yep. yeah so that becomes even more crucial and who would have thought that they're on Livingston's on just now you would have thought that would be an easy fixture however we even saw Ange Postacoglu's team last year against Livingston at home draw 0-0 um, so it's a big one for Brendan Rodgers coming next week Would you like to hear the thoughts of Brendan Rodgers? Let's do it This was his response about whether he is taking the blame or how much the board have to take some of it No, listen the, the, that result is on Myself and the players. You know, we, we're we're there. We're on the pitch. We uh, we have to be so much better than that. 
that that is that is us on the field. You know, we uh, we have to to focus on that. We, we, you can blame whoever we want. The reality is that uh, that is us on the field, and um, it's not near good enough for a Celtic team. You know, I've been here long enough. I understand. I've I know the the climate here and and the expectations. So stand and watch it. It's not the level of a, a Celtic team or anywhere near it. <clears throat> I think both were, were hugely disappointing. Uh, our desire and the mentality right from the off was nowhere near the level of a Celtic team. Um, very passive. <clears throat> um, I can't say I'm surprised. You know, I think of... I've seen, like you say, a performance level and, and, and having to activate. And then sadly, when you have to do that all the time, then uh, then that's a worry, you know. And it's not every player I thought Callum McGregor was brilliant today. I felt for Cal. Cal was having to play virtually three positions to try and inspire the team. You know, he was a controlling player to progress the game. He ended up having to play as an eight at times to go and press the game and, and just to... Uh, make things happen, you know. Whilst we had too many that were waiting on the game, I thought Liam Scales was was good at the back in terms of competing with Lon Shanklin and uh, Matt O'Reilly always adds quality and and uh, and work rate to the team. But um, but no, but but other than that, it was uh, it was bitterly disappointing. He sounds like a man who knows he's in trouble, but he doesn't know how to get out of it, and he sounds unlike. Any version of Brendan Rodgers the Celtic fans have known before. And I maintain that they are in trouble. Today's pivotal in terms of the title race. And matters will come to a head on Saturday, December 30, 12.30, Celtic versus Rangers. If Rangers go to Celtic Park and win, then it proves two things. Rangers are on the rise. Celtic are on the slide. The fans want the manager out. The fans want the chairman out. The fans even booed Santa. And on that note, we will have to leave it there. It's been quite the it's been quite the um, the the open line show. Just really weird. I, I don't know how this. There's a Celtic player has accidentally called my mobile phone there. I just got like this weird flashback, as if somebody wanted to phone in and have their say. It's a Celtic, Celtic player. Yeah, it'll be Get an accident. Oh, it'll oh, be it an might accident. Not be. No, it will it might uh, be no, because it hung up straight away. Turn the manager. Yeah, well, it, it, just funny because I thought, <laughs> what's going it? on here? I, can't I tell know you who it is. I know who it'll me be. And, me and Kyogo are like that, yeah. and you know it. Anyway, yeah. right, we'll leave, we will. Leave. No, it's maybe not who you would think. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, um, I'm sure it was the old pocket dial or whatever. To speak to his only fan <laughs> in Scottish football in Gordon DL. We are sadly out of time. Let me thank you all for your thoughts on the football. A hugely uh, significant day, potentially, and it's really important stuff. But honestly, even that on a day like today, it's the second most important thing for us because it's Cash for Kids Sports Auction. We are trying our best to make a difference to local children, and you, as always, have stepped up to the plate. You've got five minutes left to text to win the BMW 1 Series. Text car to 84901 standard network rate message cost plus a £5 donation every penny 
goes to cash for kids um, Over 18s only Full T's and C's at Clyde1.com And for a £5 donation You can win a brand new BMW 1 Series You've got 5 minutes left there on that So get your texts in very quickly To everyone else Thank you so much I can tell you um, We don't even know the, the exact total Because you've got 5 minutes left on the car And we've got a bit of time to count those up But we are sitting at over £50,000 Already So a spectacular amount Thank you for donating prizes Thank you for bidding Thank you for uh, listening as well Really obviously we can't do it without you uh, And trust me the children who need your help Across Glasgow and the West Will be extremely grateful That does not even cover it So thanks once again It was quite the day on the pitch Which means the rest of the weekend Is going to be quite something We're actually on tomorrow We've made it to 6 o'clock And not even mentioned <laughs> The League Cup final It's been that type of day In the Scottish Premiership But we are on air Live from Hamden At 2 o'clock tomorrow So uh, make sure you join us then And then Monday night as well If today's phone-in is anything to go by There's a bit of fallout to be done From that defeat for Celtic at Celtic Park Have a good night though GBX is up next